0: Wait wait wait. Wait wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. So, you challenge so Charlotte to a match?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Taco Mania! It's Rusev. Black eyes, where are you, Dekko? All before you were wearing a training
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Tacamania. I'm your host, Desbino, along with my tag team partner, J-Bomb. Say hello, J-Bomb.
1: Hey, what's up, Des? How you doing, bro?
0: I'm doing good. Doing good. It's nice. It's spring. It's sunny. It's really not raining anymore. I like it. It's, it's 23 outside.
1: degrees. I know for
0: your and, for you American yeah. Viewers, what is that? Fair enough. That Something that's not 23.
1: I'm gonna say it's somewhere around like 75. Are you checking for me?
0: I am. That's, I am. It, I it's, 73, see going, it's 73. It's 73. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. 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 So the stereotypes about Canada being cold, we can be cold though. But you know what? We experience every season, so it gets mad hot up to like I guess what it would be like eighty five close eighty five, maybe ninety degrees. 90, 90 degrees, or, yeah. In the
1: middle of the summer, yeah.
0: Yeah. So we get really hot. We get really cold in the winter as well too. And uh, you know, we get the leaves that fall, we see the colors, you know, we get the spring, everything's a blooming and and smells. We have no spring. There was no spring. It depends. Spring. Sometimes it's rushes in the summer.
1: It was like snowing three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it was raining consistently for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, that's true. And our I was worried because
0: rain. we had like a rainy summer last year. It rained like, I guess, like a good 70% of the summer. So I was like, oh no, we're not doing this again. Mother Nature and global warming is here to screw us.
1: Oh my God, we're boring our listeners with Canadian weather talk. It's too hey, funny.
0: interesting weather though. When I got home on uh, Friday last week, uh, there was a giant windstorm. And this is like a windstorm like no other. Uh, Ontario got hit really hard, but us in Quebec, we, hit, we got a bit of the brunt. And my power went out from 10 p.m. to 10 a.m. the next morning. My internet, my Videotron was out. Everything, Videotron is the cable providers over here, folks. So, what did you but do? I basically didn't know how to survive without elect- electricity. And it's funny because we survived the ice storm like, what, a decade, 15 years ago? And it was cool, tumbling. You don't have electricity, and you know, yeah, there was nothing cool meals. about that. Ice- storm. <laughs> <laughs> well, people died. There's people died. Find ways to entertain yourself. <laughs> Remember, we used to put like wrestling. We'd be wrestling with my brother. We put like holds on each other and have some little wrestling matches in the coal. Um, but uh, yeah, it was crazy though. When I went outside during during the uh, windstorm, walked around, and just things were smashing. Branches were falling off. Wires started like were hanging down, like. It was intense. It was intense. So was it
1: better than backlash?
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, it left the same salty taste in my mouth afterwards.
1: It seems like there wasn't anybody who enjoyed backlash. I think the people who went actually, I was uh, following a few people on Periscope that were at the event. And they seem to be enjoying it, but I think if you're there alive, it's a different experience. That's than it. If you're your watching life, on TV. You're going to
0: a pay per view. I mean, but remember, Backlash isn't one of the main pay per views. You know, it's a filler pay per view. It's Backlash. It's what you expect, and you know, it didn't live up to the hype, at least for me. But we did get some good matches. I did like Seth Rollins versus Fim, uh, yeah, Sartor that was versus good. The Miz. It was great. People thought with mm-hmm. the Miz being involved, it was going to be questionable, but uh, it was great. Lots of false finishes where I actually thought the Miz was going to take it. Um, so it was excellent, excellent, excellent for me. You know, I
1: I, I can't agree with you, man. I think I, I mean I know the backlash is a filler, but it shouldn't be a filler. It's literally the first pay per view after WrestleMania. It should set the tone for the new season, and it should be the beginning of some new um, storylines instead of just being like, literally, like, did anything even carry over? Well, we have the
0: Nakamura Styles feud that's carrying on forever. Oh, that's true. I guess <laughs> I
1: guess that's true. But that now was actually a, question, a good show.
0: Are they killing it? Because they teased this match. Oh, it's a dream match. It's going to happen at WrestleMania. He won the Royal Rumble just for it to happen. And then it was a disappointing match for WrestleMania. And now we're getting it. Like, almost week after week on dark matches as well, too. They had it this week after 205 Live. Mm -hmm. So it's like they keep really having this match that they wanted to give to us as a treat. So it's almost... Almost killing it, at least for me, a little bit. But the match, last match, they had a backlash. I actually enjoyed it. It was awesome. I thought the match was good. I liked the too. spot with the chair where it bounced off AJ's face. That sounded brutal. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Uh, the aggression of that match was good. The ending was kind of lame, but it's kind of. I mean, it's when have they done an ending like that before? It's kind of funny in a sense. In, but the ten count, right? No DQ, ten count. What the yeah,
1: hell? that that was weird. Um, at the in the in the moment, I was really disappointed because I really was like I wanted to get a payoff, but. I read a couple tweets about, you know, fans being not as uh, patient as they used to be, and you got to wait for a payoff, and you expect to pay off every pay-per-view with every storyline. And I get that argument, but at the same time, I think with, like, there was almost no payoffs at WrestleMania um, for a lot of the feuds, especially the AJ and Nak one. Like, it wasn't a good match, so I think that we're kind of impatient with them, but
0: no, I, I get think it. You, I think you had a good point, though. There really hasn't been the payoffs that we wanted there to be. I mean, that's it. Remember, Shinsuke Nakamura won the Royal Rumble. That's a huge accomplishment. And going to WrestleMania to finally have that matchup and then have that match kind of end well, it wasn't a great match. And then having to do that heel turn, I guess it was a bit of a swerve, but that was we sweet didn't really feel like we got what we wanted. And then also with. with, with um, Charlotte, like she broke Oscar's streak and that is huge. And yeah, I'm, huge. you know, good for Charlotte. But then now she's going into this feud where she can't be Carmella. And it's, uh, I don't know, man. I just. I, it, I agree. He, yeah. I want to call
1: you salty Des, but I agree. <laughs> I'm, over, I'm over the Oscar loss. I think you That's are. Fine. I think you are.
0: <laughs> and I'm, I'm okay with the Charlotte being the one if someone's going to do it. I would yeah. have maybe went, made it going a little bit longer, Made her tap. Uh, made her pass out from pain <laughs> instead of tapping out. Uh, we
1: had this conversation so many times already. Every time Mike says that, we got a drink, guys. Go on. No.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, but now having her unable to beat Carmella, like I'm not knocking Carmella either. I actually kind of hope that she does well. No, but and, she's not a
1: credible wrestler yet.
0: But that, and then you know Charlotte kind of just does a moonsault, you know, tweaks her knee and gets rolled yeah. up. And uh, I mean, I guess Carmella's got some credibility added to her. But then this week on SmackDown, the coming week from now, they're advertising another Carmella celebration. Are you kidding me? another celebration
1: what's the basis of the celebration because she beat her again
0: i guess because she beat her again she beat she beat the girl who beat oscar she beat charlotte she beat charlotte twice now she wants to have a celebration again and that segment was just a little bit too long and at the same time okay fine i'll get over one of them and i was pissed about the the first one because they always go the same recipe but they're doing it again okay and i'm not knocking carmela yeah of course saying they could be using her a lot more efficiently
1: what if? What if? Because like before we started recording you were telling me that Charlotte um, has something to deal with over the next 6 weeks. She's got a injury, I guess you would call it. Uh-huh. And uh, she won't be she won't be on TV for a couple weeks. So maybe they're going to do the celebration and then we're going to see a new feud with Carmella. Um, and who's who do you think it's going to be?
0: And it's quite interesting i guess if you want to think about it i hadn't thought that far ahead. me neither i haven't thought that far either i mean news went out today charlotte has to have um, a minor surgery i think to repair a ruptured implant okay and uh, i don't know how long will that take her out i mean you know people are rumoring that alexa blood's had surgery uh, That hasn't been confirmed yet but she was off tv but still on when she needed to so yeah will charlotte miss time knowing charlotte probably not uh, unless mm. she wants to spend some time with rick flair i don't know but uh, I would like to see Carmella do another feud with somebody else. Again, Charlotte had a rematch. She lost. You know, let's move on. What about Carmella, Becky? Might do the, Car- Carmella might do the move to the back of the line thing, honey. I would love to see Becky. Um, again, we saw Becky this week on SmackDown eat another loss yet again against Who did she Mandy fight? Rose. I missed
1: SmackDown, so who did she fight? She, what's that? Who did Becky fight on SmackDown? Oh, I just
0: said Mandy Rose.
1: Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. I heard she had, like, a revamped character, like, No More Absolution. She came out as, like, a two thousand porn stars type thing. She, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> uh,
0: so she was coming out of the ring. Her and Sonya were talking backstage. Paige comes over and says, oh, no, Sonya, you're barred bar from ringside. And they're, Sonya's kind of like, what the hell? So Maddie had to go out immediately and go down to the ring. And she was kind of like, when she came out, she was kind of like, I don't want Sonya here. I'm awkward. I feel weird. I'm by myself, and she. It actually was looked pretty good. Her oh, like, yeah. how she was kind of like a bit really flustered by the moment, about having Paige backstage, and she kind of came out. She sold she, it well. She sold that well. She cool. did her kind of weird GTA entrance, but she wow, different. Uh, she had some weird effects going when she comes out too with the camera. It oh, was okay. Cool. Uh, the wrestling was mediocre, and then she ended up getting the win. I think through like a roll up or something on Becky. Uh, and I guess Becky just likes she's a talent development, right? She likes to come in and give the male pain. Dolph
1: Ziggler, uh, female. Yeah, Dolph yeah, Ziegler. yeah. She is pretty much. Wow, look at you giving credibility to Mandy Rose.
0: Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Again, if somebody can earn my, you know, I, I don't want to say my respect because I'm not, I'm not all that high and almighty. But you know, I was hard on IJAX, and you know, I still don't think she's where she could be. Uh, Carmella, I definitely used to rag on her a lot. But you know, I think if they use her properly, she could be an excellent heel, maybe like a Miz version of uh, a heel for for the women. Yeah. And Manny Rose, I'm still not sold on. I don't like her gimmick. I don't like the cu- cu- cookie cutter, copy paste, you know, blonde, uh, I guess quote unquote bimbo. And I'm get some yeah. heat for saying that, but you know, they kind of do that uh, with her. And um, you know, it's maybe more being respectful of women, you know.
1: <laughs> Maybe there's an opportunity for Oscar to get into the mix. If Becky oh, I just would lost,
0: love to see that. But you Becky saw Oscar this, this week did the promo. Like, everybody's been doing this promo backstage. Like, I'm going to climb the ladder. I'm going to go on to do Money in the Bank. And Asuka was one of the people involved, too. And, dude, if she was in the Money in the Bank ladder match, I would love it. I would love to see her in a ladder match. Can she hold her own in a ladder match? I, I think so. I ladder too many times in that sentence. <laughs> Latter, ladder, ladder, Latter, ladder. Ladder, ladder. Anyways, but uh, we'll see. I would like to see a new feud. Uh, I think if she does feud with somebody, it's gonna be like a um, just some a fodder feud. You know, it's gonna make her look more credible. I, don't, I think the plan probably is for her to hold on the title
1: for a Give little. bit. Give her Tamina. Let her whip Tamina around. Whoa, 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 what? We haven't seen Tamina in like freaking forever. She had, su- oh, also- wait, wait, wait. she had surgery. Oh, on what? Her face. Ooh. Oh, that was really mean. What?
0: Ooh, I'm a mean guy, I'm in, the a mean guy. A oh, yeah. in the boo jar there's a boo in the jar
1: can I boo myself? Uh, no I'm not gonna boo myself on that truth hurts man
0: no <sighs> anyways uh, we wish to mean nothing but the best in SP recovery yeah but yeah, we saw a lot of Money in the Bank build up this week, and we have all these people backstage cutting these promos, saying they're going to be part of it. And a lot of it's confusing because you have uh, the Ascension in there, you have the fashion police, you have, I even saw today, like, Primo Colon. And it's like, okay, well, he's not going to be in the Money in the Bank, so what's going on? Is just <laughs> I feel like this is a lazy way to put people, oh, we just moved them to Raw, they come onto this roster, uh, we don't have a place for them this week to be on TV, so here's this backstage promo. And they just kind of throw them into it a bunch. I feel that's that's more or less what it is. I don't think we're getting a giant extra one or the rumored uh, tag team Money in the Bank ladder match. We were talking about this earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, And, you know, if that would be the right direction to go in because we've had tag teams talking about it. And when they did talk about it, they weren't talking about like "I'll I'll beat you" or "I'll beat you." It's like the Usos did, though. Oh, did they?
1: Yeah, they uh. were the only ones. They were like, "Whether it's you Us or you Us," and they they even mentioned the WWE Championship. They didn't mm. say tag team. They're the only ones. Everybody else uh. kind of made it sound like it was a tag team. So, uh,
0: so maybe it's just wishful thinking on my end. But uh, we were also talking about the format, and I was thinking if they were going to do a tag team Money in the Bank ladder match, they should do it a little bit different. And it wouldn't necessarily be Money in the Bank they're collecting. It would more or less be they would have the tag team titles hanging from above the ring, standard style. But you'd have all these tag teams in the ring, and the first person who get, goes up and gets the tag team title, well, he's got a tag team title belt, and he's out of the match. Or he can go on the outside, cheer on his tag team partner or whatever. I you know, I don't know. We can look into the, spe- the specifics. But then the whole point is, the second person who gets that tag team title they then become the other half of the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. So you could have these interesting scenarios where you have, like, you know, Tyler Breeze and his tag team champion partner is, like, Braun Strowman or something. And then what, what happens, you know? And then what happens if they're on different shows?
1: And then Nicholas then, you know, or Braun Strowman.
0: Or Nicholas. Nicholas <laughs> could be involved as well, too. So I just think it could be something interesting to spice up and freshen up the tag team division. You might have some really odd-paired tag teams. I mean, look, it worked with Sheamus and Cesaro. You yeah. never know the chemistry. Uh, you want to also not make it too predictable. Some years, hey, make the 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 champions going into it be the ones walking out as the champions as well. But there's all kinds of cool things they could do. I find if they you know do these little kind of unique matches, something to that degree, I'd like to see.
1: It would be cool if like there was ever a vacancy in the tag team championship, like after Braun Strowman and Nicholas after WrestleMania, if they would have pulled a match like that, like at, bat- at back. Great timing, yeah. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. I don't know if it'll work all the time, like a yearly thing, because it would be w- kind of weird for the tag team champions to have to no, drop the title. I don't title. think yearly. I think just as an experiment, let's it's try like it. It's like a one shot deal, I'd be in for it. Go on a run, create like a random tag team, something that you yeah, haven't that seen be before. Like, I'm
0: yeah, i curious. But going back onto the topic of Money in the Bank, uh, we already have our qual- first few qualifiers. So Braun Strowman, I mentioned him earlier, but he is going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. So that's going to be interesting. How's this guy going to climb a ladder? I'm. Thinking it's out of his element, but it makes me even more interested to watch this match because having a big guy in there like that, throwing ladders around, throwing bodies around, he'll probably bring out a giant ladder that only he can use. <laughs> and Maybe they'll have him use a small ladder that he breaks when he climbs up on. I mean, like, it could be fun, you know. We'll see. Uh, we also got Finn Balor in there. So he ended up beating out uh, Roman match. Reigns in the main event. It was event. a good match. It was a decent match. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. And then in the end, it was interesting because we had Jinder Mahal come in and cost Roman Reigns the match. So you get what they're doing, right? And I can't get
1: over. It's not going to work, man.
0: You this, you this understand is, what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to take Jinder Mahal, this ultra heel. No, he's going to become and a face. Have him, they're trying to get them to cheer Roman Reigns by any means necessary. I,
1: this is the greatest thing to happen to Jinder Mahal. He is for gonna sure. going to go oh, over. I, I can't disagree with you. you know, he's going to go sure. over in a similar way that Rusev Day has gone over, where people are going to be... Until they, they fight, because I guess they're going to fight at Money in the Bank. It, once their feud starts next week and it's official, everyone's going to be cheering for Jinder. And I don't know I just, what chance just, they're going to I do.
0: I just can't like wait for the week where like Jinder Mahal gets like a roll-up on Roman Reigns or something. At least once. It's going to happen once. You know, I know he'll beat Jinder at Money in the Bank for sure. He'll kick his ass. He'll spear him, all that stuff. But I know at some point he's going to get some roll-up on Roman Reigns, or I'm hoping he does. And it's going to be like, wow, Jinder, what a feather in his cap, right?
1: Honestly, dude, the fact that he's going to be feuding with Roman Reigns alone is a feather in his cap. I got to hand sure. it to Jinder, especially since coming over to Raw. I don't know any segment that I haven't enjoyed with him or any time where his music hit where I was annoyed. Like I was legitimately like annoyed with him on SmackDown, and I know that they're trying to make him a heel that you actually hate, but he's becoming a tweener every single week. He is becoming a
0: bit of a tweener. I'm sure it's not a popular, uh, I guess, opinion. A lot of you might not agree with us on that, but I do feel at the same time. I hated Jinder's promos, but he came out on SmackDown, talked about it, spoke in his native, ton- native tongue of Punjabi. Uh, th- those promos are still painful, yeah, but he's be- getting better, and he's working harder, and he's getting to be funny sometimes. That's and
1: it. He looks yeah. vicious, man. This yes. guy's a massive horse stallion. I mean, And he's Jesus. gotten bigger, man. Like I don't know if it's the longer hair or whatnot, but he looks like he's a little bit more built... Uh, but the thing is is as soon as like these heels throw a little bit of humor in, like when they called uh Chad Gable, the midget from Austin Powers <laughs> like, yeah, and like that dude had died like three days earlier, right eh?
0: oh yeah, it's true eh? yeah,
1: yeah, it was like it was ultra heel, but it was funny. <laughs> so it worked and I think it's gonna work against what Vince wants but like I I don't believe in heels being heels and faces being faces anymore I think you're either like an over heel or an over face and if you can't get over in either one you have to switch like Roman Reigns as a heel will get over he will be a tweener I don't think he could ever be an actually booed heel I think people are gonna like him when he becomes a quote-unquote bad guy. I think
0: so too I think there's a big possibility that that could happen but to your point, I mean, there's not necessarily heels and there's not necessarily faces. Like, it's not as a concrete, you know,
1: it's not A it or B. Be. Yeah, it's that's it. it and I mean,
0: be. honestly, some of the best matches we've been seeing lately are face versus face matches. True that, I mean, man. Balor, Seth Rollins. Oh, so these guys have been having amazing matches. So it's kind of like when you go into it and you're like, well, you don't genuinely know who's going to win. You know, it could go either way. And it kind of leaves you on the edge of your seat because, you know, it's okay. It's okay if a good guy loses cleanly. Yeah. Honestly, it really is. It is. They need to be a little bit less afraid of that. And then on this week, we saw more qualifying, another qualifying match, where Rusev picked up the win on Daniel Bryan. Crazy. And I think a lot of you probably were like, "Whoa, what the hell? What's with this booking decision? Or, Are they trying to make Daniel look weak?" Uh, honestly, I like stuff like this. Perfect. You know, it's a little bit not predict, a little bit unpredictable. I like Rusev. Give this guy a chance. And honestly, I hope he wins this Money in the Bank ladder match. I really, really do. Uh, but.
1: Yeah. Picture Rusev with that briefcase
0: as a face. Well, Lana like would carry it face. around from at that point. I would hope. I, I know, he'd he be rolling. so proud
1: of it, and it would say Rusev Day on it.
0: Yeah, and you can make merchandise. You get a briefcase. You put Rusev Day.
1: Yeah. And like he opened. I want to see somebody open it up.
0: He's already hashtagging Rusev in the bank.
1: Rusev in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was tweeting that they they really missed an opportunity with Sasha Banks, not qualifying. I mean, be,
0: I think she could have done well in the match. It could have been cool, but who's to say she's not going to?
1: That maybe match was have, amazing, too. Maybe they'll
0: have one last match, and then it'll card? be like Bailey versus Sasha for the final qualification or something like
1: that. We, we got to talk about Emma Moon and that performance. Uh, she's next level, man. She's she, really, like, she's fantastic. She's like Naomi mixed with somebody else who I can't put my finger on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember thinking of when I was watching Raw, I was like, Damn. She's legitimately like a full package, man. She's
0: very good. I would say here, like, her whole like coming out and screaming thing, I just, I I don't, I guess it seems like she's nice. So I don't really 100% buy into it yet. Um, But I think in terms of wrestling, yes, she is the whole package. She can put on a hell of a match. She always does. Uh, She's tough as nails. Tough, yeah. And it was a great match. And, you know, she was in there with Sasha, who, you know, is one of the better wrestlers. And she's in there with Ruby Riot, who's been very impressive. Very impressive. And, you know, you have the three women tearing it up. And it was an excellent match. And the uh, eclipse in the top rope, the double eclipse, was really, really impressive. Yep. I hope they don't do that too much because they've done something like that a couple times now. Yeah, but it was a little bit for, like,
1: oh, we saw that in NXT. Leave that. Yeah,
0: save it for a special occasion. Yeah. But regardless, awesome to have Ember Moon. Uh, she would miss a RAW a couple of weeks ago, so it's actually good to see her being kind of put into this Money in the Bank ladder match. I think she can thrive. I think it'll be awesome. I'm all for it.
1: She has a sweet ass theme too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was telling you, I was, I was telling you briefly, and I'm going to not explain this properly, but she has a theme uh, in the chorus. It talks about like something like ashes. And then, Or Ember, Ember or yeah. something. And then the next chorus says Moon. Yeah. So it's kind of like Ember, Moon, Ember, they kind of rotate. Yeah, she's freaking yeah. awesome, man.
1: Cool. Like, I get what you mean about her. Like, she would probably go better as a tweener heel. But I think, she was she a heel in NXT? I, I don't like remember she,
0: her ever being a heel, but I only started tuning in, you know. Like, I
1: feel like she was when she, not when she won the championship, but before that. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I can't tell. She was Maybe Asuka was a face-to-face. I don't know. Yeah. Asuka
0: was a heel against Ember, Moon. Oscar was the heel in the feud yes
1: really Oscar was the heel yeah. I had no idea yeah. Oscar was the heel in she was
0: getting to really be cocky and being like you know, no one's Clacky. ready for me and I, I'll destroy you and and then that match was what made it really good because people thought that was going to be Ember winning that match and then Oscar would go up to the oh. main roster oh. and then Oscar actually ended up winning and it was an epic match and then Oscar got injured during the match he broke her collarbone
1: oh right yeah
0: yeah and then dropped the title and then came up to mm. Raw
1: sorry no speak English
0: Speaking of not speaking English and not being, I guess, understanding what someone's doing or talking about, that Bobby Lashley promo this week. Oh, my what, God. What man. was it?
1: What was the purpose and what was it about? <laughs> tell me now. Okay. Uh, who fucking knows? That was like, I hate the word cringe, but that was cringy, man. I was like, I couldn't tell whether it was, I don't know, man. I can never tell. I can never tell because he had so much success in TNA. Right, And I don't know if like it's Vince's way of being like, come back to the WWE, let me fucking ruin all of your credibility of being a badass, and then I'll rebuild like, you. I,
0: I feel like he never really could get steam and get it going in the WWE the first time, and people were saying they didn't really want to mention his first run because of association with Donald Trump. They just wanted to play it safe. Okay. But they did show a lot of his first run in video packages this week, minus the Donald Trump, so I guess there was some truth to it. Uh, but regardless, what are they trying to accomplish? It just made him look really soft, really Very weak. soft. Very soft. Very Loves his family. Uh, I the mean, thing at the he... end,
1: wh- one, one more thing, Renee. One more thing. I was like, oh, here we go. He's, he's gonna call somebody yeah, him again. Yeah, he's like, so and so, so and so, and so and so. I love you. It's like, I mean, unless someone's gonna freaking like go to their house in a promo and beat the shit out of his sisters, this makes no freaking sense at all. Like, none at all.
0: You also got a close-up on his eyebrows. Or lack thereof. He used to have them in the video package. They showed him when he was young, and he had eyebrows.
1: Alopecia, man.
0: But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's their plan for this guy. I feel like they need to make him a heel, and he just goes in and destroys things and doesn't talk. Make Paul Heyman his no, mouthpiece.
1: No more Paul Heyman. I know. I know. I don't I'm trying. Care. I'm grasping can't, Everybody who can not talk to like, put Paul Heyman with him And I know you're grasping at straws, man, but I'm going to call it everybody who says Paul Heyman because I can't wait to see him go. Unless he comes back in a completely different role. I don't want to see him. I want to see him leader of a stable or nothing. Get the fuck out of here. I'm done with you. Mm. Braun Strowman. Uh, Braun, Brock Lesnar. Paul Heyman. Oh, God.
0: So, um, I heard this rumor that Jason Jordan was coming back this past week, but what happened? So, we did see Chad Gable get a beatdown. Yeah. And I think people thought that was when Jason Jordan was going to come out. Yeah, I think everybody thought that. But he didn't. So, I think that's also WWE's way of kind of messing with us and being like, oh, yeah? (laughs) Not a happening this week. Yeah, stupid. The reality, though, is Jason Jordan is coming back. Now, the question is going to be, and I'll let you answer this one, where do you think he's going to fit coming back? Because remember... He was with angle he was tagging with Seth Rollins you know like where is he gonna fit?
1: Well, angle's got nothing going on right now, right He's got no no angle's got no angle. um I would love to see him be him Chad Gable in a feud where we find out that Chad Gable is actually Kurt Angle's real son and some sort of three way. DNA test. But they're never going to do it because it would just be like too gold freeway for
0: TV. Three-way DNA, <laughs> DNA test match. <laughs> yeah. Winner gets you know, the papers. They can reveal. It would be hilarious. Like but, Jason uh, Jordan
1: does everything he can to, to, to not get like, the papers to Kernangle to find out that he's not really yeah. his father because he's Dude, thinking he's should, getting a push. Totally
0: Chad Gable. Should've always been <laughs> Chad Gable. <laughs> always been sure. He looks like him. He looks, he looks like, really him like him, too. Yeah, it's ridiculous that they went with Jason Jordan. Yeah, it's a but shame. But they, they also felt like Jason Jordan needed to rub more than Gable does. Gable's, Gable's a bit more credible. He's got the wrestling skills. The only thing I don't like that Gable does, he always smacks his head against the ground. You'll see, whenever he takes, like, a bump to the outside, really? he'll, like, fly into it and smack his own head against the ground, and he does it, Every single week, and he did it at the Greatest Royal Rumble at all, really nastily. I thought he would have a concussion and be out. He hit his head really hard at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and he did it again this week. So uh-huh. he's got to be careful because he's going to hit his melon really hard one of these days, and he's going to give himself a concussion, and he's going to be out. He's going to shorten his career by doing this.
1: Uh, well, um, I love. first of all, I love the saying, um, like getting a rub or giving a rub or needing the rub. I think that's a sweet saying, and it's very Marky, and I like it. Um, I don't know. Chad Gable's just like such a better performer. And I think it would work for both of them, an angle like that. And even Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle needs something. Well, I find again, he's so still. like
0: Jason Jordan's coming back. It's a reality. It's happening soon. And uh, as I sit here pouring myself a cold wine. Yeah. I have to think that Jason Jordan is going to return and ruin everything. Because... He's, let's say you insert him back with Seth Rollins. Is that what they would do for the IC title? No. And all of a sudden he's feuding oh with god. Jason Jordan for the IC oh title. Yeah. No. And then Jason Jordan somehow wins it. And you're, oh my god, because you know it's a possibility. And you're like, oh my god, they're actually maybe going to do that.
1: No. No, no, no.
0: Imagine that. He comes back and he like... I want to smack you for Seth saying Rollins, that. And he's the one that takes the title away from Seth. Oh, oh my no, god. No. I, you know what? Imagine I mean, they heal heat.
1: <sighs> See? Yeah, but that's not really... I guess it's heel heat, but that's that's just shitting on the belt. That's shitting on everything Rollins has done. I don't know if that's. I mean, I guess that's good heel heat. Damn it, it is good heel heat, but I don't want to see that, man. Like not Jason Jordan. No,
0: not another Jason. O- another option is you put him back with Gable, and I, I I feel I feel that is going to be the the direction they put him in because Gable's on the roster now on 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 Raw. They're not exactly sure what to do with him. He's having good matches, but he doesn't have an angle. Well, Jason Jordan's coming back now. It's good timing. Put them back together as a tag team maybe. Ah. Uh, but people are, or people are, are going to be booing Jason Jordan, so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. But I think just the fact that he Gable got sorry, gabble. Gable. <laughs> Gable, Gable, Gable got the beat down this week uh and they teased it. Kind of looked like he was going to come out and he didn't. I feel like that's that's going to be it. I think Gable will get another beat down next week. And Jason Jordan will come back, so...
1: It wouldn't surprise me. It'd be very typical of WWE to do that. And I, I just... If they come back, just have them come back and beat the shit out of Gable, too. <laughs> like, have them come out, save him, but then beat yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah, I don't you know, want to. That tag would be excellent, hunt.
0: because it'd be like, oh, he saved him. Oh, what's he doing? And then they can yeah. have a nice grudge match at Money in the Bank.
1: Like, instant... I guess it's a bit of an instant payoff, but I guess, I mean, I don't want to see Gable and, and Jordan back together for a shitty-ass run. I know. Just to buy time. It's like, whoa, Just to buy we'll, time, yeah. We'll have them up. be a
0: tag team, and then they can do that for a bit, and then they'll feud, and then we'll do that for a bit. Okay, we're, we're take, we've taken care of both their storylines for the next six months. Moving on, you know, and it's like, no, yeah. oh, put something some feeling into it. Put some emotion. Put some creativity. Don't use the generic recipes in there. But we're going to see soon because the reality is Jason Jordan is coming back soon. And I think I feel the same way as I felt about Big Cass. It's like, and I don't want to say you're knocking Big Cass. Like, you know, he's getting good at the promos and he's all right. I'm not a Cass fan. What did you But do I, actually, I actually enjoyed, I actually enjoyed the time where Cass was not around because then I didn't have to have all these Cass matches taking up a, a segment <laughs> every week. And uh, that's it. And I mean, he's a tall guy. He's got long legs it's inevitable he's going to injure himself again or get injured. And what did he do
1: this week on SmackDown?
0: Uh he did a back he did a backstage promo uh taking credit for Rusev's win. He also did a I think he came down to the ring and did a segment as well too um hmm. basically bashing Daniel Bryan doing the usual you know.
1: Okay, so there's they're continuing with that. It seems like
0: they are, so they're going to lead this into, uh, I guess... uh, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, yeah, because Daniel Bryan did not qualify. He will not be in the Money in the Bank match, at least as it stands now. So it looks like he will continue his feud with Cass. Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, I didn't mind the match at Backlash between the two of them. It was short, but um, good way to get Bryan's feet wet for a one-on-one again, and... Um, I th- I feel like it it was what it needed to be. I just feel like they're
0: gonna give a win to the cast, so I think Cass will get a win over Daniel Bryan. It's my concern. I'm cool with that. Whatever,
1: Rusev just got a win on Daniel Bryan. Well, I kind of feel like they,
0: I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't be like, okay, well now you're gonna give, you know, you're gonna be a an enhancement talent where you're gonna help the people go over. So I mean, I was really excited to see Rusev win. You know, it's more believable. I mean, Rusev gave that brutal kick to him, and it makes matches a bit more predictable. A lot, a lot of people going into it thought that Daniel Bryan's would inevitably win, but I guess they're ultimately going to allow Daniel Bryan to continue working with Cass, and uh, we'll see how that evolves, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, Drew McIntyre and Ziggler over on Raw, what's the deal? Are they, like, a legitimate tag team? Or are they just two single dudes being badasses together and killing some time? Or are they going to be, like, in, like, the WWE tag team picture. Uh, I think if they're, I
0: think team. if they're not, they should be soon. You know, I mean, I think we've had a lack of tag team presence lately. To be honest yeah. with you,
1: especially on Raw. And,
0: and uh, I think in, injecting Drew and Ziggler, they have that kind of aggression. They're both really good, talented stars. I mean, fuck, man, the uh, creative. Drew McIntyre is a beast. He is an absolute beast. He's massive. He's chiseled. He's cut. He probably has like 3% body fat.
1: Damn, Dez.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because you look at 3MB, right? And they were like kind of a little bit out of shape at that point. Well, and and now like both Jinder and Drew McIntyre are both chiseled and they came back and they reinvented themselves so i feel like maybe Heath Slater should do the same thing kind of and he has a chance to do that he's yeah, go. got kids man he should go repackage himself and like work hard and grind and become aggressive and not be goofy and maybe it would help him out because it helped the other two out but i'm really disappointed that this week when we saw drew and ziggler take on slater rhino there was no 3mb reference i think I mean, there was he, though no he was like welcome back and then he got started fighting and that was it yeah that's yeah. all it was instead of being like he should have been like 3MB, baby! And then Drew should have been like, yeah, and then bam, like hit him or something like that. You Was know, like,
1: 3MB successful? Or is it a thing that WWE wants to forget about?
0: Did, uh, I guess they want to forget about it because <laughs> it, 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 they drew and Jinya look ridiculous. Yeah. The fans aren't stupid. They know. And I know at one point in, in, in history, they're going to be in the ring at the same time and they're going to start chanting 3MB. I know it's going to happen at some Royal point. Rumble, in the time. They should at least point. play homage to it. You know, like don't ignore it. And uh, it could have been cool. They could have done something fun with it, at
1: least, this week on Raw, I feel. They've been fun to watch, um, Drew and Ziggler. Like, they're creative, man. They're Like, their double-team moves are a little bit... Like, they're more thought out. They're more like they actually figured out how to do, like, a cool double-team move that you haven't seen yet. Like, where he was hanging him over the ropes, and then um, Dolph Ziggler super-kicked him. That was freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, it was. But then, I mean, like... Does, does that mean he should have got pinned there because it was a super kick, or does it pen, depend when he does a super kick that it works as a finisher, or is not the a finisher, is finisher again?
1: Yeah, I think zigzag's his finisher. Well, yeah. it's
0: the tag team move, right? Otherwise, yeah. it's the super kick. I like yeah. when he did the sleeper. There's a period where he do the sleeper a lot, and I think somebody should, like, you know, like the jump on the back sleeper? You know, like, he used to do that and, like, wear the guy down, and... Ah, it'd be cool if someone. There was an opportunity at
1: backlash when uh, he was in the coquina, where Roman was in coquina clutch, where like he was fading, and the ref should have just lifted his arm like for the three drop. It would have been so much cooler. Yeah. Just like all of a sudden he like busts his eyes open like Hulk Hogan
0: style. Yeah, it was ridiculous, man. Joe should have won that match. He needed to win that match. Roman did not, and it was super disappointing. You saw the fans leaving when the match started. You saw the fans leaving at the end. Uh, come on, man. WB, wake up, McMahon. I know you are stubborn, and you don't want to take the loss in this one because you've invested so much time, and you won't. But look, look where you're at now. You have him feuding with Ginger Mahal. Oh my <laughs> God.
1: And it's gonna make Ginger go over.
0: So Talk cool. about going over or potentially going over. What do you think? Next week we have the debut of Cien Amas.
1: Uh, what did they have? They had like what, like a like a vignette again of him in uh, Vega.
0: Yeah, well, they're basically because I think Raw next week is in the UK, so they're saying, oh, we're gonna you know we're gonna make it a special occasion. We're gonna be oh. in the UK. We show up. We show up in style. We make it meaningful, and so they plan to be there next week. So
1: my question is, where do you insert him moving forward? Uh, oof, that's a tough one, bro, because I don't want to see a squash match. Um you know what, man? Almas versus Jeff Hardy would be sick. If he was put into the U.S. title picture, as much as I didn't want him to be like thrown in the mid-carder, it would be cool to see a debuter go directly to um, like above the mid-card, somewhere between the mid-card and um, the top of the card. But Jeff Hardy would be a really good candidate with him. I think Almas would bring something out of Jeff Hardy that we haven't seen since his return. And I think... Jeff Hardy would obviously bring out the best in Almus. I mean, Almus is, wow, he's so good in the ring, man. And so Selena uh, Vega is just freaking super hot. So I agree on all those
0: points. <laughs> I think he's going to bring some awesome things to SmackDown. I think him and Jeff Hardy could tear the house down. Yeah. Um, and I think people coming up from NXT most usually, unless your name is No Way Jose, should be thrown into the mid-card slash main event spot anyways. Um, you've proven yourself to be a star. Uh, granted, if there's a storyline for you available. Uh, but I'm also a little bit reserved throwing them into a title picture right away.
1: Maybe not a title picture, but like um, contending to eventually fight Jeff Hardy. Or or I'd be totally content if he made his way in... Um, and won against a bigger name in a qualifier, and just was in the money in the bank match. Yeah, because that could be cool too. I think that would a be. Yeah, would be I think
0: that would be an awesome place to fit him in. I also like the idea of having him with Jeff Hardy. Obviously, Hardy not being in a ladder match is like really questionable. But I guess they're figuring they can maximize the matches at Money in the Bank and have a U.S. title match instead. Yeah, uh, will it be with Cien Almost? Uh, maybe. I could definitely see him being an easy place to insert him into this feud. But I feel like if he was put into this feud, it's almost inevitable he's going to come out on top. Because he's debuting on a brand, they're not going to have him go into this and be the loser. So, to me, it's kind of like, okay, well, they're already kind of passing over Hardy. And, you know, unless Hardy goes against AJ Styles afterward, which also could be pretty cool. So,
1: Dude, there's going to be almost Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles on one brand. That's like, and yeah. Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe.
0: Jeff oh, Hardy God. fits SmackDown so well. He comes out, and it's like if you had him on Raw, you'd be like, oh, Jeff Hardy, he's on the match, he's going to lose, it's going to be diluted. He probably would get eaten up alive and not really cared for on the brand. Mm. But I feel on SmackDown, it's a good place for him, and he'll probably have a prominent spot each week on the show. Yeah,
1: he's been uh, he's been a good addition. He was a SmackDown guy before he left, wasn't he? Well, he opens
0: almost every, uh, over, almost every SmackDown now, so mm-hmm. at least in the segment that opens it the one after it, he's been pretty prominent. So obviously they feel energy with him, and they feel it's a good way to get the crowd into the show.
1: Yeah, well, since Mania, um, I mean, Lashley we haven't been too happy with. Almost we haven't seen, but I think we both have high hopes on it. Uh, we talked about McIntyre and Moon. I don't think there's much to say about No Way Jose. Uh, you mentioned something to me before recording with AOP during the Bobby Lashley segment. I don't know if you want to right. share it so with the listeners, right? So Authors
0: of Pain, right? So they've come out. They've been having the squash tag team matches. I guess it's only a matter of time till they're put into the tag team title picture. But uh, they actually had a squash dark match this week during the Bobby Lashley video segment. So apparently, from what I'm reading, the crowd. I, I guess they had the video of Bobby playing, but during the same time, you had Authors of Pain having a tag team title match sorry, a tag a tag team match <laughs> against some jobbers in the middle of the ring that did not last very long and i guess it kind of shows you that they're already having a hard time fitting everybody on the main show.
1: Yeah, well, i'm okay with aop not being on tv. I'm not a fan. I'm not buying in yet. I don't know about you. Me neither. But, no, yeah. me
0: neither. I feel like they're kind of an NXT tag team. They've had some really cool matches down there. Yeah. Uh but i feel like it's not they're one they're the perfect example of one that's not going to be too great on the main roster. The Revival. I mean, look at them too. They've been nothing but squashed.
1: Okay, oh you know? the Revival. I don't even like so, to talk about them. Um, I'm not a,
0: I'm not a Revival fan.
1: Was there any mention of Sanity on this week's SmackDown? Uh,
0: there was. There was a vignette on Sanity. I can't recall if they said they were going to be uh, debuting, but I know that there was the standard Sanity uh, promo.
1: I'm excited so. to see where they're going to work in because they're going to be the first, like, I guess it will be the biggest stable in the WWE right now, right? There's going to well, be I four f- of them or three I of them? I
0: feel like they should take Nikki Cross.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, I think it's going to work against them. I think people are going to be chanting, we want Nikki. And I think they're gonna get hijacked, like from the crowd. But is there three guys or four guys?
0: Uh, three guys.
1: Oh, it's three. Oh, okay. So at the new same day.
0: time, I feel like um, new day. It's an opportunity not taking Nikki to later on when sanity kind of starts getting a bit stale to re inject her, and then it's like, oh, Nikki's here, and then it kind of makes them a bit more like. Oomphed. I like to see. I like. I want to see more men women interaction slash. Um, stables you know like mm. you don't have like men coming out during women matches or you know you don't have like it's always like they keep, they keep the women and the men so separate I find so when we went back a few weeks ago and when Naomi helped the Usos against the Bludgeon Brothers I was like I thought it was so awesome
1: yeah they don't, went nowhere with that Yeah,
0: eh? they don't often have the two kind of like interacting with each other into that, into that sense so even the Mixed Max Challenge I think that's also what it appealed to me was you know you actually had the men and the women kind of working together I thought that was pretty cool
1: yeah, but it was segregated to like a Facebook thing, so yeah. The production, like the production was it done just was sort of like novelty, which kind of took away from me. I think they need to do that more on on the main TV or like just do it with stables. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I do so know what you mean. Sanity's probably gonna start it off with uh, with New Day then if they're coming in at three. I would assume.
0: Yeah, that makes a bit of sense too. You know, oh, New Day's been okay. doing what they're doing on SmackDown, having matches with Cesaro, having matches with uh, Sheamus. Well, Cesaro was this week. Cesaro picked up the win. It looked like Cesaro and, sh- and Sheamus had a bit of tension backstage this week, basically debating on uh, who could beat Xavier Woods because Sheamus wasn't able to last week. Uh-huh. Uh, Cesaro said that he could do it this week, and he did succeed. So I don't know if it's kind of playing into some tension in the bar, but uh,
1: we'll see. Guess, tension in the, in the bar, eh? This. Well, I guess when they have a split, they'll probably have a bar fight, right?
0: <laughs> that could be a great <laughs> angle. They're going to fight the bar in They'd the bar. We're, just, we're not just... We don't just raise the bar. We are the bar.
1: Fighting in a bar. We fight in a bar. That's it. Um, so I guess we got to talk about some podcast news here because we were giving away... Uh, we had a contest over the last two weeks to give away um, some merch. Uh, we asked fans or listeners to... Uh, to retweet uh, a tweet and to head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. And holy shit, um, you guys did awesome. I mean, we had 22 reviews uh, across all the countries, uh, tons of retweets. It it really went well. And we're here to announce the winner that we selected at random. And I didn't pick it. I didn't cheat. I have a video, and I'll post it tomorrow. (laughs) Mr. Brian H. Waters on Twitter it's at Brian Waters Um, he snuck in too last second because um, his review didn't appear on iTunes but I did DM everybody who retweeted the tweet and I didn't see their name on iTunes and they all showed me that they did and iTunes is such a piece of crap product that uh, they don't all show up so Brian we're going to get in contact with you and we're going to be sending you a Rocking the tacomania
0: merch Check yep. it out our Twitter page We got pictures of it We're going to have more merch coming out We're going to be having shit coming your way More contests too
1: More contests, yeah And actually we're going to be putting um, our merch up for sale shortly We're going to be available on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com We're working that out right now we're Working out the deets um, But they're going to be up there So that's going to be fun We're going to sell them for $1 million each So uh, we expect you all to be buying them
0: so look where we've come. It's only been a little over a year, and uh, we've grown our talk maniac family. That's we've right. We've got some nice apparel, and it's all because of the listeners, all because of you guys. So we That's love right. you. Not just Brian. Brian's extra special today, but you're all very, very special in your own way. <laughs>
1: but I do want to mention that we have a commercial on another podcast. Um, we decided to buy some commercial space on the Smart to Death podcast. If you guys don't follow them, check them out. I'm going to give them a free plug. <laughs> um, at smart to death. Find them on iTunes. They're freaking awesome. Check them out, guys. Uh, our commercial will be running on there for as long as we decide to run it on there. So check it out. It's going to be uh, on their full length. It comes out every Thursday morning or Wednesday night, I believe. And also, I was chatting with the guys over at Pro Wrestling Recap. Um, they run a sick ass Periscope video every Tuesday leading up to SmackDown. If you're not following them, check them out at PW Recap. They have a podcast as well they're freaking awesome and we got to talk about the backlash we forgot to talk about the pack, uh, backlash predictions we went head to head with world-class podcast the dudes over there fox and ray and we fucking whipped their ass we do we have a perfect score do we have a perfect score no
0: i don't think we had the perfect score I think we're there like was some semantics involved. And we didn't get the Bobby Lashley, K.O., Zayn. We thought K.O. and Zane were going to pick up a win.
1: Oh, yeah, I was a little bit Homer of us, was it not?
0: It was. But I just felt like they, they really badly needed that win.
1: They did. They really did. So I guess that uh, wraps up the week here at Talkmania. Again, we want to thank everybody who participated in our contest. Congratulations to Brian again. We will get in contact with you. Uh, we'll be announcing it on our Twitter tomorrow as well. Um... We'll be back next week with another episode, maybe a couple periscopes. We'll see what's going on. But until then, for J-Bomb, I'm out of here, man. Say bye, Des.
0: Desmino says, happy Rusev Day.